The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. This week we watched an episode with some of our patrons and we are going to talk about it here. It is not G.I. Joe, but it is right in our wheelhouse. It is the Harlem Globetrotters cartoon show, which I knew the Harlem Globetrotters is appearing. What with with Gilligan's Island, with Scooby-Doo, I figure with Batman and Scooby-Doo at some point probably happened. But also, they had their own show doing their own thing. And we watched it with the patrons. We're here to talk about it right now. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast. And I am Ray Stacanis. I'm Gina Belito. And you can tell they're on it right now because they didn't interrupt me. They got their names out right away, which means it's past 9 p.m. when we're recording. (laughs) Let's. (laughs) We're all like checked out already. You missed the uh, recording. If you are a patron, we will have that video. That we will put uh, in the in the uh, in the vault. I believe we're doing that, right, Robert Clark Chan? Yeah, There's a video are... of us. I was naked the whole time. Sure. <laughs> Patreon.com <laughs> slash knowing is half the podcast for Gina's Ooh. oops video. <laughs> <laughs> just me oh eating God. soup naked on the Zoom. It's just <laughs> talking about this cartoon. Gina was naked the whole time, but the camera was pointed at her feet. <laughs> We probably still get some, some action. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we're with the Harlem Globetrotters. The Harlem Globetrotters, for those of you youngsters, and shame on you if you don't know this, but they are a comedy fun times basketball team that tours the world, not just the country, the world. Wait, do we really think people haven't heard of this? I am sure we have some younger listeners who are not. Fo- Is this about your them. fucking coworker again, Ray? <laughs> he was never my coworker. Listen. That guy can that, fuck himself. I think that guy knows who you are, but I feel like people they might have heard of it, but maybe getting it laid out for them could help with context for the show, TV's Gina Ippolito. Uh, I think that if they haven't heard of the Harlem Globetrotters, they should put on their finest suit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I haven't heard the Harlem Globetrotters really in okay, popular once discourse made it to once you've made it to Simpsons references, which I think happened in like season three of the Simpsons. I'm sure they that's still exactly make it though. What is that? Like 1990? Uh, like who? No, no, it still does exist. No, I'm saying I think it that up, they probably still make references on TV that? shows to that. Yeah. Futurama uh, very famously had a Harlem oh, yeah. Globetrotter reference when they needed oh. them to like repair a telescope or something. That was a good one because it turns out they're all they're all insanely smart scientists. Yes. Yeah, that Fantastic. was a good episode. That was wasn't good. that long ago. Not, it was actually pretty recent, all things cosmically considered. Now. Uh, Harlem Globetrotters. If, if if you watch Sports Center, they show a Harlem Globetrotters highlight like every few months or so. I mean, they're always in the public eye on Sports Center, but neither of you would watch that show. So, 
That's pretty good whistling. No. Also, the Harlem Globetrotters episode of Futurama is in season yeah, three, which ago. puts it only in a few 2001. It was only like next, it's only like next year when that comes out. years ago. We are all getting older and should recognize that some stuff like this isn't it's not like the Harlem Globetrotters are fucking Shakespeare or F. Scott Fitzgerald. They're the goddamn Harlem Globetrotters. And if a 14 year old doesn't know what you're doing is you're preemptively doing this because you know that your kid who watches YouTube videos isn't going to know shit when he's 14. So you're like preemptively being like, please forgive <laughs> give my kid for not knowing shit that he should know. No, because I'm not going to raise my kid to be a goddamn nerd and get bullied at school. He's going to be the bully be at school. That's how you're raising him. Jock. On, on May 26, 2015, the Globetrotters appeared in the series premiere of I Can Do That. Uh of I Can Do That. Very famous show. Of very what? Famous, appeared in the what? Dog with a Blog episode, Cat very with a Blog. Deal. Thank you very much. December 7th, 2016, they appeared on the Goldbergs. Still on the air. Thank you very much. On March 19th, 2018, Seth MacFarlane featured them in the American Dad episode. Oh, what's up now, Chan? <laughs> American Ninja Warrior. Of the American Ninja Warrior. The Globetrotters was on the Amazing Race for one season. They had two Globetrotters competing, and they were delightful. This is still. This is. They're still currently doing shit, Chan. Yeah, they're still. Also, I distinctly remember. I distinctly remember a Facebook post or a tweet from you talking about how no one should be proud of not knowing things. Oh wow! Aim to know things, but now that you've got a YouTube watching kid. Someone's yes. tune has changed. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I 100% think that people should not be proud of not Google knowing it. things. But if they don't Google know it, something, it. I understand. I understand. That happened. Damn. That happened just now. 14-year-old Egon or Ray's current very stupid uh, co-worker. If you're listening right now. My co-worker. Google Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> Eventually, it's going to be your wife. Gina is going to slowly transition, forget what she was talking about, like the where it originated from, and just remember that you were associated with that person, and just like it'll slowly be like, uh, oh, you know, your coworker, or like, uh, yeah, you know, your good friend who doesn't know anything. Then it'll be like, yeah, like your daughter who should know things. She's in school now, obviously, and then eventually it'll just be your wife is an idiot. And look, uh, here's the thing. I recently found out that Ray's wife has no interest in watching Sandman, which is insane and unforgivable. So there is a very there is a very good possibility I will switch these people in my mind uh, just from like this person who doesn't know anything and hates joy. Ray's wife. (laughs) Also, Gina. You can watch the entire goddamn show and then start rewatching it, which is what we're doing because we need to make sure this thing gets a season two and three well, and four and so on until he done. I I am taking your sweet out, ass plus time. Is it helping anybody? You know, it would be great if it got a season two, three, four, and beyond. Reclaimed Detroit. No, 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 not not anymore. <laughs> No, no. Never heard of it. No. What is it? There's too many what? tweets about it on our on our podcast page. <laughs> this is going to be real fun to go back to uh like 20 years from now um when it turns out that it's become like a like a HBO series and you, we can go back to the first time they get referenced on a podcast. <laughs> And uh, just I, want, like, here's this the thing. Is I, I think that if if anyone I talked to someone the other day who was like very interested in listening to the podcast and then I like got in my head about whether or not they should listen to like the first episodes or just like jump in now. And I think if someone listened to like those early seasons oh, and heard the joy in my voice that has now been crushed out of me by you two. That's fine. I'm proud of it. <laughs> Look, 
seasons three through seven. Those are the only episodes of uh, Knowing <laughs> is Half the Podcast that you need to listen to. It was the classic years before they just got old and worn out. And oh, I'm sorry, was that a reference that I was making that you picked you, up on? You know what I, I just got because I don't watch Gina. YouTube videos. Good for Thank you. you. <laughs> you know what I just figured out though is that you know as as we are watching. Uh, old cartoons from the 80s and 90s, etc., and doing a podcast about it. Somewhere down the line, this show will obviously be so big that someone's going to do a podcast as a recap of the podcast that we do. And so it'll be knowing it's half the podcast podcast. That's how you know you've made it. You already have one for who would win. Yeah, We need one of those. We need a super fan. And clearly, whoever's on... The, well, no, no, okay, what we need, because I don't think... Anybody who's on the Patreon has better things to do with their time. That's why they have money uh, to spend on something like this. We need to get a super fan who is broke as shit and uh, uh, does a podcast of our podcast. Are you implying like that Guama, Guama's broke like, as uh, shit? I think that's uh, outrageous. I assume that she is. <laughs> you never know. She's not, in, she's not in here, is she? I hope I <laughs> I hope I'm not saying terrible things well, about her. If you're listening, just about ring a bell. <laughs> As um, you said that, my uh, my like phone went off, and I just recently bought a an iPad for the cats to play with, and uh, <coughs> Jesus Christ, you got an iPad. Yeah. For your that's cats actually normal. To play I don't understand with. what your problem is with that. Jen. Yeah, have you never? Do you not go on TikTok and see all of the videos of that's the cats watching right. shit? Yeah, you 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 let them use a tablet that you have for other purposes. You don't buy well, I need cats an iPad for a goddamn iPad. I don't. That's my question. Jesus are, Christ, you, are, you should be donating like to the Patreon. $1,000. They're very yeah. cheap. Yeah, they're only like $800, Chan. They're very... Yeah. Look, I know they're Ridiculous. cheap enough because we got uh, our, our child one. Yeah. Our child a hu- who has a human a brain, brain negatively and will eventually become... By, uh, he's he so much screen scientists. time. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to become a YouTube star just to spite you. I'm gonna. I don't. I'm gonna find the stupidest genre and and it doesn't. That doesn't affect do me. That just affects your free big, time. And I'm gonna buy a fucking house. <laughs> and that I'm gonna buy a house by buying wherever you're living and leveling it and building a new house on top of that. All I'm saying is iPads I will are. See you can, you can get iPads Gina for less Ippolita. than three hundred bucks. I like you go on Amazon and they are cheap, cheap, cheap. I mean, I can get a fucking Amazon Fire, but like, what kind of idiot? No, gets I'm of, saying I mean, you can get an iPad terrible, for two hundred ninety nine dollars. So. Guys, I just realized and in just the in the time we've been talking about this, I literally just picked wild. up my notes and just closed them and then just put them over <laughs> here. Um, but we this should is- probably nominally talk about the show that we just watched with the patrons instead of discussing <laughs> online iPad prices Look, for between, an audience of between nobody. Between you constantly shilling your other shows. What, Reclaim Detroit, and, the vampire podcast? No, we're not talking about it anymore. And... <laughs> And, uh, uh, I'm sorry. There is a time. I know you're Monty Python. That's yes. This podcast Python. has aged me like the presidency. <laughs> and uh, now everyone just fights on it. We're going to have no listeners left. <laughs> <laughs> not, not entirely incorrect. Harlem Globetrotters. I believe about. this all came about like a 10 minute discourse because I said, I don't think all our listeners know exactly who the Harlem Globetrotters are and why they're important. <laughs> and rather than let me finish that thought, Gina said, let's take a 10 minute detour and talk about iPad prices. Because you're look, I refuse to pander to idiots. So <laughs> if we if that's what we're doing, if we're pandering to idiots, I don't want to be involved with it. Oh, okay. okay. I just read off 
three different things that the Globetrotters have been in in the past, like, five years. And before that, it was even more. No, one of them was, oh, my God, please don't tell me that you don't know what Dog with a Blog is. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Are you uh, well versed uh, in the ways of YouTube, and I'm not? That is I guess not, maybe you should all, have a little less screen time. That is not a. It's a Disney show. It's a Disney show, and we personally have comedian friends who did bits for about five years about Dog with a Blog on Facebook. Everything was. I, no, it's a TV show. I literally show. assumed it was a blog that entire time. It ran for years uh, on Disney Channel. Are you serious? I'm going to find you some YouTube clips of the show, Chance, so you can watch them properly. Oh, my God. Legit serious. What I thought it was happening. Dog with a Blog has an 88% on IMDb, sir. Uh, everyone loves Dog with a Blog. What yeah, even Ray about? knows what it is. Well, I know. You know what? No, the funniest thing is I know what it is because I forget who it was, but one of us went to a dentist. It wasn't me. So it was either uh, uh, my wife or my kid. They went to a dentist and it turned out that the dentist's kid was an actor on Dog with a Blog. And that's all they would talk about during the entire dental visit. And I find the concept of that hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) That is absolutely a Seinfeld episode that Oh my god, I love it! And woke I just, up and I thought love it was the idea you. of it. I love everything about it. Just like I love the Harlem Globetrotters, who are, are an, an act. Oh, okay. So in this episode, it's sort of—I mean, it reminds me of a Halloween episode. Okay, so you guys, Halloween is a holiday. It happens in October, which is a month. I would say not knowing what Halloween is is much more egregious than Go not on. knowing who the Harlem no. Globetrotters are. I'll say it. To figure out how to <laughs> it out loud right now. Uh, I, there are some there are some Jehovah's Witnesses that would beg to differ, sir. Well, they know what it is though because they actively don't want to do it. But maybe their kids don't. One thing I'll say about this show is the theme song is outstanding. Chan, can we please we hear some any... of the Harlem mm, Globetrotters mm-hmm. theme song? Uh huh. Verb, that's what's happening. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. That, that it is was a funk and a half, and there's expecting. songs Great. throughout this that are funky. Oh, I, there were a lot of songs in this, and I loved them all. Yeah, I think um, this was this was uh, who which which one of our patrons suggested this? This was JRC that put this out there. Uh yeah, this was a good pick. I know like some patrons mm. want to torture us, some patrons want to have us enjoy ourselves. I don't know why this was suggested, but I think we all enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it even though I was scratching my head through most of the choices. I, 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 uh, uh, first off, I do want to apologize because I realize now, uh, you, you sent a link and then you sent a uh, screenshot of, um, the suggestion. And in that screenshot, there was a thing that said like, oh, you can just find it on, uh, um, archive.org. And so I then went Googled to try and find the, uh, find the thing and then i totally got lost and then i was just like ah fuck it i'm just gonna find an episode and totally skipped over the yeah, actual link we were sent right a link to a full episode of this show that we were on, expected to watch know. about time travel because that's all we watch is shows about time travel i think it's been well understood <laughs> wrestling or time travel that's all we want all right we had jrc went out of his way to give us uh, exactly you, what for, we wanted i sent the link of the what? actual thing to watch to robert clark chan <laughs> we get there he's got a different episode and says i couldn't find it I said, you Chan, guys, I literally directly sent you the freaking link. You guys, have you watched Resident Evil yet? Because that is also really good. No, I want to see it. But it's to be fair, though, can it be good when two girls are the stars? <laughs> Dear Lord, you people like that. As soon as I saw Resident <laughs> Evil came out and it got like bomb upon bomb reviews, uh, no. I was like day one. It came out. And it was at like 2.5 or something. And I'm like, there must be girls in this show. 
fucking get the fuck uh, out of here. You but I think, people have, I think people have come around, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think because everyone that I've talked to loves it. Uh, yeah, I had lunch with Royce the other day. He's oh, been watching it. He loves it. I yeah, uh, everyone that I've talked to that has actually watched it loves it. Uh, when you when you lazy goddamn slackers finally get around to watching Prey, the star oh, of that seen, film, I've seen on Twitter, a girl, I've seen a the girl can't fight a predator. predator. Look at this uh, Mary Sue over here. Oh. Amber Midthunder, Amber Midthunder from everybody's favorite Marvel property, oh. Legion, which she was super good in, um, and. Uh, also, she's like a she's like a like okay. a tougher Aubrey Plaza, and I mean honestly, if the world were just populated entirely with varieties of Aubrey Plaza, I would be the yeah. happiest happiest little Chinaman in the world. Yes, I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying, Resident Evil and Sandman. That's all. That's all I got. Ray's I wife just... won't let him watch stuff. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be on board for Resident Evil either. Um, <laughs> she knows out of the boys after season one, so I'm trying to pick that up as like my one thing that I I watch. But it's just I'm too busy, you know. I'm too busy writing audio dramas like Reclaim Detroit, a vampire the masquerade audio drama. Well, you don't go on Twitter. Never heard of it. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so uh, we're like an hour and a half into this episode, and we have literally I gotten mean, to the, the theme best song part. of. Uh, that's, that's not of true. There's a song kind of coming up later really on is. that I can't uh, wait to hear again. I, I mean, here's the thing: the music really uh, improved the experience what? for me because the rest of it is not good. No, this it's this deep 70s this Hanna Barbera bullshit of not good. like old school looney tunes kind of a witch hazel episode. I agree that it's not as it's not well, fair. done Indeed. as skillfully as a an old school looney tunes witch hazel episode. It's barely uh, above I, Yeah, I mean I guess so. Ghoulies. Here's the thing. I'm very forgiving when it comes to anything Halloween related. I'm very forgiving when it comes to funky tunes and I'm very forgiving when it comes to men who can spin balls. Mm. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so if I were to check your Google, I'm going to, I'm going to just go ahead and uh, keep going here because the Harlem <laughs> Globetrotters cartoon show is basically you have what five or maybe six members of the Globetrotters. I think it's just five, like a full team of Globetrotters and they are always in uniform and they're 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 alongside an old white lady, uh, and as Chan said during the show, who's wearing an upsettingly short skirt for how old she is. No, she bends over so often that I absolutely <laughs> believe she is getting plowed by some or all of the Harlem Globetrotters and the dog. Okay, Who and thank you. Remains like here's the insatiable. thing. We we all know we've watched enough of these cartoons to know that they, that they're always going to put a dog whether it be an alien dog from Mork and Mindy or like like anything based off of anything they're just going to say let's stick a dog in there or a weird looking animal, a monkey bird if we're watching Pirates of Dark Water, something that something for the kids basically, something for the younger kids. Who is this bitch? Who is this lady bitch? What's she doing there? I think she's like the team like handler or uh like if I was like is she, is she supposed to be the manager of the team? But do they ever say that? She's just sort of like following them around and being like, "All right, now do this." And and like she's is she the coach? What's happening? She's not the coach. I don't and maybe she's the coach. I don't know, <laughs> but the coach wouldn't be driving the team bus. So I think she's more of like an equipment manager or something. Uh, and yeah, and you mentioned a dog. They rock with this weird looking, really yeah. weird looking dog that wears tennis shoes on all four of his uh, legs, um, which I do not, I do not understand it. It makes me uncomfortable, quite honestly. And this I just dog, like to leave it. It at reminded me of of Hong Kong Fooey. It sort of looked looked like Hong Kong Fooey, but then at some point he does like one of he does one of those laughs that is the Mutley laugh, the Mutley laugh. So I think he's just an amalgamation of different cartoon dogs at that point. Like the animators were like, oh man, we forgot to put a dog in this. 
but it's already 9.26 p.m. at night on a Tuesday, and I want to go home. So... Should Let's I should just... I should I start actually laying out the uh, 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 episode as we did, or would we like to? No, talk I'm about talking about Amazon. the design of the dog. I'm saying like, they that they cut together glasses. old cartoons of other cartoons with cartoon dogs because they forgot to build an original cartoon dog. That's what this dog reminded me of. So basically, in in the Harlem Globetrotters world, it was nine twenty six, and they just they, wanted to go home. They <laughs> it was lunchtime. The taco truck was outside. <laughs> they had already spent all of their creative uh, energies <laughs> on the guilt. Yeah, how come you um, you you don't want old ladies wearing skirts? I, wearing skirts, Chan. Uh, don't mind that. Oh, then we are Just on rather two not see different their labia. pages, sir. I don't. I don't uh, understand you at all. I mean, if we're going to go back to your Google search Old history, labias. I've got some more things to add that I expect to be on there. <laughs> Old ladies and spinning Dear balls. Lord. Like it feels like it feels like there has to be a page devoted solely <laughs> to aging basketball players doing it. Yeah, I mean, aging, they got a lot of they got a lot uh, of categories stars. on Pornhub these days. I could see uh Old on young globe trotters being a thing. Wait, 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 wait. You're talking about two globe trotters. No, old on old. <laughs> no, I'm talking about old women, okay. young globe trotters. You know, old globe trotters and young globe trotters just getting down, and I'm like, I just don't know if their wholesome image would support that type of video. <laughs> no, yeah. don't don't worry. They're whistling the entire time. O w y g. I know what you're talking about. O w y g. Make that the title yes. of this episode. And I would also say, like, don't you be uh, on these sites, you become a MILF at like 24. So <laughs> you become a GILF yeah, at like they're, 30. they're like based on like the Midwest yeah, yeah. or something when people are like having kids when they're fucking 18 years old or something like that. <laughs> uh, I'm irritated, yeah, by that uh, because like I, I literally saw one that was like 18, like young MILF and is like 18 years old. So, like, what is the point because uh it used to be that at least there was sort of like a a body type that you could expect from uh milf porn and that's like that's how you you know find what you're looking for and if it's just if the term just doesn't have any use anymore because it applies to literally anybody who is of breeding age they have to i thought it was they have to have a kid and therefore they're more desperate and are willing to do weird sex stuff because they know they're ruined i always thought that that was the appeal what oh wow Wow. No, I'm wow, saying you I thought, I and shit that into that. like the oh, attitude of guys who like that thing. Like, I thought that that was the attitude. I believe that's ah, what the casting okay. couch uh, <laughs> genre is. I That's not my bag, so I don't actually know, but I would assume oh, that it's yeah, like, that I'm so desperate for then, lunch you know, money. I saw Goody Proctor with the thing. devil. <laughs> But I assume it's that's happening what, next That's year. the type of porn that yeah. Ray is allowed to watch because totally as different. it's been established, he's only allowed to watch things that his wife permits mm-hmm. him to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's just got to jerk off to an embroidered A. Mm-hmm. Oh, just thinking about what got you that A. So in the first mm-hmm. scene of this cartoon... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, 
Our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. The Harlem Globetrotters want you. Yes, we want you to see the world's greatest family entertainment. The Harlem Globetrotters, coming this holiday weekend to the New York metropolitan area. February 15th at the Nassau Coliseum, February 16th and 17th at Madison Square Garden, February 16th and Monday the 18th at the Meadowlands Arena. Back to G.I. Joe. <laughs> they, uh, we, it's revealed that there's a Frankenstein house. And Gina Aww. got real big mad about this as we watched it. Because instead of having a traditional yeah. Frankenstein and Igor, this just has two Igors. One big one and one little one. Yeah. And the little one pushes the big one around. Yeah. No. No. No, no. That's not what that is. Because the traditional uh, coupling is tall, lanky scientist and <laughs> what, short Miss Hapen. All right, fuck. What was I saying? You were saying that Miss Hapen reversing the trope. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the the trope is tall, lanky scientist, short Miss Hapen. Uh, 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 she did it again. Helper. Uh, it's a what? What is that? Not a word. <laughs> That's what happens when you read words instead of say them. <laughs> is it Miss Hapen? Yes, of course it is. Is this a bit or are you being serious right now? No, legit. I have never heard that word out loud. Oh my God. Yeah. For those really? of you who don't know, he said that word that way. Me and Gina immediately dunked on him and he quit the recording. This is us <laughs> coming back to the recording so he could do it again. And he did it uh, again. I thought you were being cute. Like when white women call target Target. <laughs> That is, uh, please don't ever assume that I'm <laughs> taking my cue from white women for anything. Gina, who likes to pretend that she's not white. What? No, I'm Sicilian. That's totally different. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So the the flip here is that it's the short guy, the short, creepy looking guy who's the uh, the smart one and the tall helper uh, who's the... Uh, the dumb one. So it's no Igor's. It's freaking just swapped. It's no. This is Laurel and Hardy swapped. Hardy and Laurel. No, I think that what this is because because the tall Igor looks more like Frankenstein's monster, and the short Igor looks like Igor. So they just like cut out the actual scientist Fair. bod, and He's they put a monster and an Igor, which in my opinion is like two. Like, like this is like an Igor and a monster. You need a, you need a scientist bot in there. He's got a goddamn mad scientist sign out in his front yard. He is a mad scientist. Mm-hmm. You respect his pronouns. He is decided that he is a mad scientist. Well, then he yeah. really needs to grow his hair out. He needs to get taller. Thank you. Long. Oh, get You're- taller. Chan, I used to have a genius at work sign hanging up. <laughs> it had Snoopy on it though, Ray. <laughs> yeah, of course it did with a Snoopy on the sign. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying right now, just because you have a sign doesn't make it necessarily <laughs> effing so. Mm-hmm. It's aspirational, though, if nothing else. Uh, he makes a basketball robot because that's what you do if you're in Transylvania and you're Look, living in a giant house with, with two men. I honestly do not understand. It <laughs> was his goal. To, I don't know. Uh, to become a famous scientist because he had a basketball playing robot, or was it to make money from a basketball playing robot? Was he just <laughs> intensely uh, 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 a fan of the NBA and wanted to, I don't know, get on the halftime show? No, I think that what this is, is he and the other mad scientists every year have a basketball playoff. Okay. And he has never once won. And they bet him something humiliating every year. Like, oh, the 
you know, the, the, the one who loses has got a, has got a run naked slapping his hump through the town, through the center of town. And he's had to do it like 15 years in a row. And this is his attempt to win this mad scientist annual Gina, basketball game. Gina, two things. One, if I look at your Google history, will you, there be a slapping your hump <laughs> in there as a search term for oh, your porn? That could go either way. It was for research. Two, <laughs> what you're suggesting is that there are, in fact, many mad scientists out there all of whom have better basketball robots than this guy. <laughs> this like guy is plan. the worst basketball robot creator and is being constantly bested by at least three <laughs> or four Look, other mad No, the other ones don't have to be robots. They could the other they, they could be using their own like Frankenstein monsters. They could be cobbled together of dead bodies. They're they're like making anything into into basketball players. I'm assuming they're like one is is like an ostrich that they that they electrocute to dribble a basketball or something. And then he has lost every year because he has not successfully invented something that can play basketball. And then this is his first year where he's like, I'm going to win. Because I don't know what movie. Cartoon Network show <laughs> Gina's going to work on next. I don't know what animated project Gina's going to work on next. I know, though, this is going to be the plot to it. What? You mean the plot of Get Out? Because this is 100% just Get Out. So uh, I'm gonna take robots. Big brain. I'm going to put the smart brain into the big, uh, uh, big hulky robot and <laughs> hilarity ensues. I don't know how these robots play basketball in is a concept without having fingers because they have Lego man hands. And I just don't think that's good for basketball manipulation. You don't need to. They just need to smack it and shoot it, twist it, I pop mean, it, pop okay. it. Yep. Yep, there mm -hmm. we are. Mm -hmm. uh, also, the basketball robot is bad at basketball. He he he's, he cannot shoot the ball. He's an incompetent basketball player. So, too much to Gina's sadness, this man will not win for the first time in 15 years based on the current trajectory. He says out loud, boy, where do I find basketball players? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just, I just loved that moment. That's called I foreshadowing mean for writers. Here's the thing. I every night when I go to bed, I say, where do I find Oscar Isaac? And then I open my door and he's not there. But this fucking mad scientist says, where do I find a basketball player? And then a bus full of basketball players breaks down in front of his mansion. Have you tried making an Oscar Isaac robot? Because I feel like you have to put in the work. This bad scientist has definitely put in the work. And, you know, sure. when preparation meets uh, uh, H. H, what? Preparation H. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that old saying that I'm reaching for. <laughs> when preparation meets H, then that's what you call luck. <laughs> which, as we all know, the Chinese have a word for luck, which is the same as crisis. And that is how. Uh, the Prometheus brought fire to the people. This checks ah, out. Excellent. This is yeah. what I learned. So we'll watch Sandman, everybody. The, <laughs> the, the, the team bus is being driven by this old uh, lady in the very short skirt. And uh, the, she's driving the Globetrotters in Transylvania. I don't know exactly where they're a game. They're just going to, they're always going to a game. Sure. And she drives the bus into a river. Uh, mm. uh, no, no forced error. She just did it. Like nothing jumped out in front of her she just went in the river yeah she and saw it and told everybody like hey hike up your uh, uh your pants because we're about to go into a puddle and then yeah just uh in a river it turned into um uh, hurricane katrina over there um they, they 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 realize they need to get to land they see the house of the mad scientists and go to the front door knock on the door and the mad scientist guy comes out and he says get off my property you people, and I got very uncomfortable where we were going with this. Uh, <laughs> these 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 five uh, gentlemen, uh, POC, all wearing matching basketball outfits. All very very. Uh, four of the five are very very large, and they are carrying basketballs with them. And the guy says, "Get out of here!" And he closes the door. Yeah. No, 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 because you don't want to make assumptions. He is being very anti-racist, and I am for it. He's not he's not assuming these people are basketball players yeah. just because they're tall and black. 
and have in yeah. uniform. That, he, like, he, you know. he opens the door and he says, get off my lawn, rappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very yeah. upsetting because rap hadn't even been invented yet at the time no. this cartoon came out. All it is was just Blondie. And, you know, why would you make that connection? They're Thank not. Thank you. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so he he closes the door, and then somebody references the fact they're basketball players out loud. He immediately opens the door, and goes, "Oh, you're basketball players." And I, I think I'm actually getting on board with what Chan said right now. I feel actually it's a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that's moronic, but you know what? If we take if we take a slant on it, we could see it from a different angle. Uh, at which point, they the guys come into the house. Please come inside, spend the night here. Please, can you show me your basketball skills? And I just now wait a minute. Uh, that now that might that a lot of this doesn't feel right to me. You know? No, no, no. If you're inviting someone into your house and th- you need to con- have a conversation, uh, I don't know about you, but I am always deathly afraid of being in a small talk situation and being like, "Hey, so uh, what do you do?" But when they <laughs> have it just like queued up for you, like, "Hey, we play basketball really good." Why don't you just say, like, oh, dude, show me some of your basketballs. I just don't think you should be playing with basketballs in the house with breakable things all around you. Have you looked at that house? Have you seen that house? That stuff was, was you're breaking stuff. You're making it better. That's a good point. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's a real bad Airbnb. So they get they get a bunch of blankets delivered and then there's a trick chair. And this upset me when we watched it because uh. it's a trick chair that comes in like rotates. Uh, uh, what would you say? Vertically. And then the guy comes in through the wall and is sitting on a chair. But in order for that to happen physically, he would have to have been upside down in the chair, sitting in it against gravity when the thing started moving. If you're picturing this in your mind, I think I'm painting a beautiful picture. Yeah. And I got very, very upset because you can't do that. And I know we're in a cartoon and I shouldn't worry about it, but I worry about it. Uh, oddly enough, I also had a problem with this and it was not that what was the problem uh the problem um it's, uh, let's see if i can find the thing that's what i call a tricky exit that's what they said that's what i call a tricky exit and then there's a laugh track after that how is that a joke can we talk about that's the what laugh i call track? a tricky exit is totally a laugh line that's what i call a tricky is it is it like uh, was DJ Tricky from Massive Attack there? Wow! And you left, and you're like, oh, that was a tricky exit. That would be a dual uh, uh, meaning. No, it doesn't need a dual meaning. It's a laugh line. Anytime someone says, "Now that's what I call something," uh-huh. that's a laugh line, sir. Now that's, now that's what, what I call I music. Call music. Oh, Volume God. three. Are you laughing? I have one one laugh? frame of reference. If you're not laughing, then I am right here. I'm laughing, but I said it. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, as you are a father, yes. Okay, excellent. That, that is the core of a dad joke. So I made yeah. it. I made it. Uh, and I, I just I got very upset by that. Uh, I get very well, the laugh tracks in cartoons. I I hate them. I hate laugh tracks in general. But at yeah. least as an actual like studio audience show happens in like the '80s, you put a laugh track. I can at least imagine that there's an actual studio audience watching and they find what you're doing hilarious. Yeah. When you, they put a laugh track in Sledgehammer, for example, a show that is a multi-camera, take-it-everywhere show, the laugh track made a heck of a lot less sense, especially being that it's a biting satire that, you know. Eh. But when you put it in a cartoon where there physically cannot be an audience, at that point, I feel like you're fucking with me. I, yeah. feel, like, I feel like you're insulting my intelligence by putting a laugh track in a cartoon. The Flintstones You guys have no joy. It. You have no sense of joy. You think laugh tracks bring joy? Is this is this the message I'm getting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what joy is to Gina, <laughs> is forced recorded laughter of people who have died decades ago because that laugh track was recorded in the goddamn <laughs> 1930s or something. Yeah, yeah. They, they showed them the video of the train coming right at them and then said, it's just a movie. Record the laughter and the relief. The ghoulish screams of the dead is what Gina finds enjoyable. Yeah, and if you don't, there's something wrong with you. Something wrong with you. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, TV's Gina Ippolito. What a delight. (laughs) Uh, So the the mad scientists capture the player. 
And they, and I, Chan, they put him in a brain swapping machine. Uh huh. Uh huh. With the basketball player and the robot. And they say, uh-huh. we're going to brain swap him. And then the robot's going to be really good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess you could have just gotten the basketball player to play. I don't know why it needed to be a robot. Um, you had the literal Harlem Globetrotters in your house. But then he he flips the switch to 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 do the brain switch. And then an actual brain switch happens. And the mad scientist goes, oops, that's not what I meant to do. What? That is literally exactly what your machine does. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is, that's weird because... Uh, if you intended to just have a, a a brain transferring machine where you put one person's brain into another thing, you'd call it a brain transferring machine. But if you call it a brain swap machine, that means they're going to switch. And what happens is the robot's brain, uh, the AI, I guess, is transferred into the body of the basketball player as the body, as the basketball player's brain switched into the robot. And that's kind of uh, it's crazy. Because he's trying to he's trying to take the talent, just the basketball acumen out of the player and into the robot. But he takes literally the swap he's talking about doing and then is shocked by it. And I didn't had a hard time. Look, I have a hard time with a lot of things. I, I had extra hard time with this at times um, because it does the exact thing. And even later on in the episode, when he has the magic basketball that steals players abilities it still puts a robot brain into their brain. <laughs> like, I don't understand. You, if you have magic, and in this case, this is science that may as well be magic, clearly lay out your rules for me so I can at least follow ar- around a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just clarify your rule set. I, I mean, I think the rules are, uh, if it's empty, put a brain in it. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that I could follow. The problem is if you said that and then something was empty and you put a brain in it and then you turn to the camera and go, that's not what I meant at all, then I, you start losing me. Then I start getting confused, hmm. which well, happens. It's not, well, it's not like Legion, Ray. It's a robot that steals your brain. I mean, it's close to Legion. It's not it's not <laughs> not Legion. I guess what I'm trying to say. Um, at this point, the Harlem Globetrotters steal their car. Uh, which that didn't make I didn't why are they stealing their car what the hell happened to uh the the mad scientist he just like dips out somehow just disappears he's hungry because they uh, they 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 meet the robot the Harlem Globetrotters meet the robot and they smash up the robot really bad so they go we got to go get the robot fixed let's steal the car of the mad scientist it's fine. We're the Harlem Globetrotters. No, that doesn't make it okay. You're stealing their car. You are their guests. Can you imagine, Gina, if you just have you know people over, and then next thing you know, they're running off with your car? This is why I don't have people over anymore. See? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say that the calling the thing a uh, brain swap machine and then you know being surprised that it actually swaps brains is pretty bad however it does give us this which i'm totally okay with master the i like that fucking robots and the people slash robots say beep beep all of the time because that's what a robot does says beep boop (laughs) uh makes me happy beep blorp bloop uh, guys, I, I don't know if you saw this. Michael uh, Albin Solko, who was with us in the chat, so hello there, Mister Solko. Uh, he made Hero Forge miniatures and painted them up of all three of us, <gasps> not just really? me. Oh my goodness! And I am currently tweeting it out, and yeah. I will be tagging both of you because <laughs> y'all, I will stop the show for this. They are this brilliant. Fair um, you have, you have been, uh, the Gina one, I think looks more like, uh, Gina from Brooklyn nine, nine than TV's Gina Ippolito. I will say, <laughs> um, but I will say the Robert Clark Chan one looks a little bit more like, oh gosh, who was that famous, uh, uh, hip hop personality, <laughs> that guy. And mm. I look exactly like me, except with way less hair. You got, oh I have God. more hair than this guy. Chan Very looks upsetting. dope. 
Uh, all three of these are absolutely amazing. And I just wanted to give a quick shout out. That is fantastic. Yeah, that's great. I feel like I, I kind of look like a like a little doodly in this. So I think Chan's is the most attractive. Like if we were using these minis as our dating profile pictures, Chan's is probably the most badass. Chan, if you're, I mean, you got to hold on to this picture, Chan. If you ever end up on a dating profile again <laughs> later in life, yeah, you're going to want this, it. Use this mini fig as your. <laughs> Dude, you'll, be, you'll be swimming in it. <laughs> So the Harlem Globetrotters steal a car because they need to take it the robot somewhere to get it fixed. Uh, sure. And so they uh, they 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 go somewhere and they fix the robot. Um, I joked it was a lot like Fallout New Vegas with the uh, station in Prim and e- e- uh, Edie is on the counter and nobody knew what I was talking about, but it's a great yep. reference and it would fit perfectly with exactly what was happening on screen. And I stand by it, but now we'll move on quickly. Uh, they end up... <laughs> They end up taking the fixed robot back to the mansion where they do a, a bra- they they swap brains back because they find the basement and then they take two steps away and get captured by a giant uh a, a giant cage a giant circular cage that drops from the ceiling in the lab that thank god was set up. It's a lot of there's a lot of traps in this that feel very forced. I mean, I you say forced, I say this man has planned ahead. Not okay. only does he have, you know, this laboratory set up. I mean, it's his house. He probably was, uh, uh, he got it from his grandmother who passed on and, you know, he inherited and whatnot. And he had some money to burn. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to put a trap door in here. You know what? I'm going to put a trap door under every piece of furniture I have. I'm going to put a cage, not just over a big X where someone might accidentally step. I'm going to put a cage every six feet. So that wherever somebody is standing, okay. I will be able to drop a cage right over them. Like if you had money, wouldn't you build that kind of house? Wouldn't you build an only murders in the building kind of house? Uh, I would. I absolutely. I would build. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I, I'm, I've always I'm angry. wanted a, a, a bookshelf, a, a, you know, yeah. a, a room behind a bookshelf and you pull the book down. I'm Dude. angry there isn't a, a secret room in my house right now. Um, I I had the largest house, but <laughs> who had like a legit uh, uh, secret passageway in their uh, oh, that's they had awesome. a secret passageway, and they had a bookcase that opened up into a room that the you know was there, there were like four people living there, and so like that was one of the you know people's room, which would probably be real shitty if you actually had to live in it. But if are you, you sure it wasn't it, the Magic Castle? It might have been the Magic Castle. Okay. I was sexually harassed multiple times in there, so it stands to reason that it was, in fact, the Magic Castle. Okay, wait mm-hmm. a minute. I want to hear about that. When no, did the magicians don't. try to grab your schlong? <laughs> He's not telling us. Okay, so they they get captured, and the mad scientist, they say, mad scientists, what do you want from us? And they say, we want to just play basketball. And it's like, you didn't... You could have just done that. You could have just done that. Yeah. You could have just asked them to play basketball with you, and they Mm -hmm. probably would have said, yes, they're the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, they do. Yeah. (laughs) They say, we're going to play our incompetent robots who, let's face it, these robots that these mad scientists have created, especially for the 70s, late 70s, when this must have come out, um, are brilliant. These are some of the most amazing creatures ever. (laughs) Given their time frame. Let's go. These are... Better than the the murder dogs we have now. Yeah, yeah, we've got those weird uh, uh, cow looking things that don't f- quite fall over, except they fall over all the time. And they, well, have you seen they've mounted like huge recoilless rifles on them now? I have seen that, and it's very upsetting to me. Ugh. Don't uh, don't like that. Um, so I, I, I at this point, I just wrote down I'm very confused by the goals of these evil scientists. Now we've hit on this earlier. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to rehash too much, but I don't understand what their end game is. I uh, told that, you. Win that deal. Mad Science basketball did. competition. Yeah. And here, I, here's the deal. That I, that works for me. <laughs> I don't know how, but that 100% works for me. Yeah. Uh, so they, they have also, on top of inventing these uh, 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 automaton robots who can operate independently, not only have they done that, not only have they created brain swapping technology that works between humans and machines, which I'm just going to straight out tell you right now, uh, if that in- was invented today, 
uh, every rich asshole later in life would get themselves put into one. I mean, that's because just cyberpunk I would. before cyberpunk, right? Yeah, this is amazing what they've done. They've also invented a basketball, which can has a cork in it some for some reason. And when you adjust the dial or the cork or whatever it is, um, when you play basketball with it, it it brain swaps you mid game. You don't even need the machine. You just mm-hmm. have a basketball. Like th- these scientists are flat out brilliant. I mean, that's uh, that that's the point where we're all like, oh, this is just Space Jam. And that's the point. Somebody in chat or was it TV's Gene Ippolito? Somebody just said, oh, this is just Space Jam. I mean, the literal name of the <laughs> robot team is the Monsters. Yeah. The, well, it, weirdly, it was not me, but I remember someone saying it. And it was uh, funny. No, at the beginning, he says, uh, give you the creepily Transylvania Giants. <laughs> Their team name is the Creepily Transylvania Giants, but, it but says for some monsters. reason they bailed on that, and the scoreboard just says monsters. Which that that's none of the words in the name that he has given them. I don't know who fucked up there, but uh, it makes me kind of sad. I'm I'm very angry about it, honestly. Um, but I'll get over it someday. Um, I, I, and this is just Space Jam. We we just hit a point where this is literally Space Jam. They will they will do this years later with Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny, and it is literally just effing Space Jam. And that's, that's a, much like how G.I. Joe invented Jurassic Park years before the Jurassic Park book came out. <laughs> I'll say it out loud. G.I. Joe invented that shit. Um, and I just watched Jurassic Park recently, and I was like, you know, G.I. Joe invented this, right? <clears throat> Nobody wanted to hear it, but it's true. Uh, Harlem Globetrotters invented Space Jam, everybody. I believe it. And I think it was they, on their Wikipedia page that everyone should have read by now. Thank you. I don't read. <laughs> so uh, we get back to the second half of the game now, as all the Harlem Globetrotters have been turned around. Uh, uh, somehow the locker room for the robots is a floor below the locker room for the Globetrotters. So uh, 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 Gilf and uh, Shoe Dog both open up the uh, trap a trap door, and then they they drop Shoe Dog down to grab the ball and change the dial settings and give it back. So now when they play basketball, they brain swap again, giving the Globetrotters their brains back. And then the Globetrotters mount a massive comeback, something like 220 to like 120 or something like that. It was a very outrageous lopsided Mm -hmm. score. And they defeat the robots who now lose their arms. In fact, our hero Meadowlark, and I know Gina wants to hear the song again. Yeah. Our hero Meadowlark, one of the Harlem Globetrotters, dribbles through the entire team so effectively that every robot loses its goddamn arms. And... That's something. Yeah. Now we hear the song. Like a basketball. Now that does not have the funk of the theme song. It's still it's still great though. It's okay, but uh, again, like I said. Uh, as we we're watching it, like it's a real dick move to have a song called Meadowlark. Meadowlark does all this cool shit. Meadowlark. Remember we said Meadowlark. He's the leader and he's the only one doing cool shit, even though the whole team is oh. doing their thing. So Meadowlark makes them all. The Harlem Globetrotters win the win the match and the episode's mercifully almost over. Although we did enjoy it. But it was it was wild. Um and then uh, they say, "Hey, we can help you, mad scientists. You got these great robot technology. What if you, what if you took all of this great invention of robots, d- tore them all apart, and just turned them into a, a self-sufficient car wash in Transylvania in this abandoned place in the wilderness? <laughs> and you're going to make tons of money with this very generic car wash." Uh, I don't think we need to list off the number of amazing technologies this person has created. Uh, Suffice it to say, the list is extensive. He could revolutionize any number of uh, scientific fields with his discoveries. But he's super excited to create a car wash car wash that you can find on literally every corner in the San Fernando Valley. I don't know how ubiquitous those things were at the time that this cartoon was made, but like if even one existed, 
then it's a real shitty climax to this thing or denouement that like, oh, hey, look, we turned all of these amazing robots with all of their, you know, uh, brain power and the ability to uh, make people essentially immortal. And uh, we uh, you can wash a car with it. And it's real clean at the end. It's just real. It's clean. So that's reason enough to abandon every other thing that you've done with your life. <laughs> yeah. And you might service one car every three days or so. Not a lot of cars in Transylvania is my Not guess. Not a ton. Not a ton that I've seen. The Those roads at the beginning of the episode were mighty empty. Ah. I would just argue that he could do better. That's all I wrote here. I just wrote, could he do better? I think so. Uh, and and he's like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you. You've uh, it, It's so wonderful that I... Uh, um, it works. It works. I make a fortune. <laughs> so no. he's in it for the money. Yeah. And he thinks that this is gonna, uh, like he could he could like take rich people, swap their brains into a fucking robot, and then use his robots to take all of their money. But he thinks that a car wash is gonna be the thing that does it for him. Yeah. That is. That is how it happened on this. <laughs> we'll just say it was a little bit of a, a letdown ending, we'll say. Uh, they should have just played that Meadowlark song again, and that would have been a great ending. To be fair. I mean, they did go back to the theme song for the end over the credits. I was yeah. going to stop it, and she was like, how dare you? So Yeah, it was it was good. It's a banger. It's I would say good. next time we do the, uh, uh, the, the thing, we break it up by decades, mm-hmm. uh, and we're putting this in there, because yeah. this is it's a banger. A song throwdown. Uh, yeah. You should know that. You should know that thing the name we do. of the thing that we did for with Tom Hanks. The better part of a year. <laughs> with Tom Hanks. What? And that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I don't know if I've said it before, but check out Reclaim Detroit, a <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade audio drama at Vampire Detroit on Twitter or VampireDetroit.com. Uh, I think we generally enjoyed this episode, even as we were bewildered by it. I think that's a good word for our watching experience. Thank you so much to ever, all the patrons who came to watch. We got Delvin Cox, uh, Brian Rapp, uh, Michael Albansolco, JRC, and Nick. Oh, yeah. And Nick. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Moxford. It was Moxford. That's Moxford. who it was. Right. Big old, big Moxford. Mm, power. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for watching. We're going to do more live uh, shows. Uh, we're definitely going to be putting it out there. And uh, 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 for the patrons, that video is going to be available in the super secret vault. And this episode is going to show up on the main feed. So if you feel like being a part of it, go to patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast for like five bucks. You get access to like 500 almost episodes and you get some videos now too. We're going to put some videos out there so you can enjoy watching shows with us. Just like hanging out. We're having fun. And you can be a part of it if you're a patron and join us on those calls. Seems kind of fun. I don't know. I'd do it. Would you? I think I would, actually. (sighs) You two wouldn't. I would. Don't get high in your own supply, Ray. (laughs) Look, I sold a lot of knowing it's half the podcast, but I bought the most. (laughs) (laughs) My point is... That you can also find the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at GI Joe podcast. Although individually, I am at Almighty Ray at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And it's after 10 o'clock now as we record this. So I know Gina wants me to say good night. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, or critically acclaimed. 
That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters. You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. Guttingthesacredcow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.